Look to our precious Jesus today who saves, heals, delivers, and blesses. This is your day for a miracle. I'm going to begin ministering the word, but before I do, let's just pray. Wonderful Lord Jesus, we come today in high expectation, Lord, in high faith today as you Show us from your word how to hear your voice. We pray, Lord, that this will be a blessed time. Your people blessed mightily in the name of Jesus. And God's people said, Amen. And then I'm going to pray with you that the Lord will touch you today. His presence will become rich in your life. And yes, I will be praying for the sick, that God will heal those in need of healing. I have this incredible deep feeling in my soul and I think all of you do too the coming of the Lord is really very close maybe closer than we realize and I think this is the time to prepare and I think all that's happening on earth today is really a sign like a wake-up call for the church, especially the church. I think God has allowed all this to happen, to wake the church up, to let us all realize the day is at hand. The day of the Lord is at hand. We are not to sleep now, we are slumber now. We have not seen, they say, we have not seen such a time uh, as since the second world war now i was born in 52 that was after the war and many people are saying now that what's happening today is very uh similar uh on the globe to what happened in the second world war now i don't know totally what they mean by this because i was not alive yet neither were many of you but the world is shaken by this. But I think God Almighty is really shaking the church rather than the world right now to say, wake up. The time is short. What's coming in the future is way worse than what's happening now. I read uh, 15 chapters today of the book of Revelation. And I was so glued to the coming events. Ladies and gentlemen, I've read the book of Revelation possibly hundreds of times since I have been born again back in the early 70s. And the more I read it, the clearer it is to us because prophecy is always unfolding and the longer the time goes, the clearer prophecy becomes, you know. And I'm not going by what I just read. I'm going by the whole Bible. I'm not just going by 15 chapters I read today. I'm just looking at the whole puzzle, you know. It's like a mighty uh, puzzle you look at and you put the pieces together. Not only by looking at scripture, by also looking at current events world condition, especially in Israel, because Israel is the voice of prophecy. And I can assure you that 
we are very close. If you look at Genesis 15, where God said to Israel that a generation is a hundred years, because he said to Abraham that Israel would be in Egypt for four generations. Well, they were there for 400 years, we know that. So that means one generation is 100 years. And then if you look at Matthew 24, 32, Jesus the Lord focuses on one generation, the generation that will see the restoration of Israel. Well, we are in it. So 1948, 2048, quite simple. Now, we don't know exactly when the Lord will return. No one knows. We do know the seasons by just looking around and looking at the Bible. And I think what's happening now is just a wake-up call to believers to repent, to live the Christian life with holiness, to, to live a holy life, a faithful life to the Lord with intense love for him. So I believe it's time we also know how do I hear the voice of God for my life and how do I hear the voice of God for people who are not saved or people who are not listening? What is God saying about them? So first thing is praise. Praise removes our earplugs, you know. Praise takes away the distractions all around us. So in John chapter 10, John chapter 10, you know, you need to share this with your friends because there's so much in the Word of God about, and I'm going to give you some uh, um, real uh, clear instructions on what to do to hear the voice of God that I've experienced in my own life. So in John 10, I'm going to read verse 3 and on. So let's go to verse 3 of John chapter... Let me go back here. Um, okay. John chapter 10 and verse 3. Listen to what the Lord said to us. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. Because he just finished saying in verse 1, Verily, verily, I say to you, he that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same thief and a robber. But he that enters in by the door, because Jesus says, I'm the door, he's the door. It says, he is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter opens, and the sheep hear his voice, the voice of the shepherd. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And then if you read verse 4, And when he puts forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. So we are not to know the voice of the enemy. We're, we're to know the voice of the Lord. And in verse 27, I love this. Here's what the Lord, see, here's what the, what, what, what the Lord says. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. So when I hear people say, you know, the devil says this and the devil says this, I'm thinking, wait a minute. We're to hear the Lord's voice, not the devil's voice, not the world's voice. But, uh, you know, a lot of, of dear people are not able to hear the Lord's voice because they are so 
wrapped up in the world and so wrapped up in the things of this life. Uh, Isaiah 55 verse 3 commands us to hear his voice. Think, think, it's a command. When we do not hear the voice of God, we sin. Can I say that again? To not hear the voice of God is sin. Because in the scripture, God wants us to hear his voice so much that he repeats it continually in scripture. Listen to Psalm, uh, sorry, Isaiah, I should say, 55 verse 3. It says this. Let me go back. Sorry about that. Isaiah 55 and verse 3. I'm using my iPad. Incline your ear and come unto me. This was a command from God. Hear and your soul shall live. You know what incline means? Bend. Bend your ear. And come unto me. Here and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Even the sure mercies of David. Now, what people don't realize. That uh, many people are really dull of, of hearing anyways. You know, you know, you know, you know why. Well, because they have not, they have not exercised uh, their hearing ability in... Uh, in Hebrews, First uh, Hebrews 12, verse 25, it says, See that you refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him that speak on earth, much more shall we, shall we not escape if we turn away from him that, that speaks from heaven. Meaning there's judgment. There's, it's a sin not to hear God's voice. And why are they not hearing? Well, because they have not exorcised their senses spiritually, people that, that have not uh, become accustomed to the voice of the Lord, how will they hear it? So let's just read this. I'm, I'm going to read uh, verse 11. Let me just, yeah, let, let me read verse 11 and then verse 14. Of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing you are, you are, you are dull of hearing. Because it says in verse, and I'm reading verse uh, you know, Hebrews 5, verse 11 and now 14. But strong meat belongs to them that are of a full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exhausted or trained to discern both good and evil and to discern the voice of God. So, to hear the voice of God, you and I need to have our senses trained. All right. So, um, God is looking for a spiritual ear. I'm going to give it to you now. So get ready. I'm, I'm going to give you clear-cut keys. I'm going to give you one, two, three simple keys on how to begin hearing the voice of God. Are you, are you, are you all ready for it? Chad says, yes, he's, he's, he's ready for it, okay. And I'm sure you are too. There's a lot of you right now on, but I just, I want to give you three simple keys. How do I hear his voice? Let's begin with the first key. 
First key is found in Isaiah chapter 30, 30, and I'm going to read verse 15, and then I'm going to read verse 21. Verse, verse 15 says, For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength, and ye would not. And then in verse 21, he says, And thine ear shall hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. Hold it. So how can I hear the voice of the Lord? It says, in returning and rest, in quietness and confidence. Key number one, we have to withdraw from all worldly distractions. You can't hear the voice of God if you are distracted by things outside. Impossible. You cannot hear the voice of God if you are worried, if you are connected to a problem, you are listening to other voices, if you had just had a conversation. Let me just put it so, so clear to you. I cannot hear the voice of God if I speak to someone before I talk to God. Because I don't know what that someone will say. Example, example. If I'm on the phone with someone in my office first, and then I talk to God after that, God will never speak to me. He wants his voice to be first. The first voice God wants us to hear is his voice, not someone else's. That means when we wake up in the morning, wake up, shower, lock yourself somewhere, and let God talk to you. But if you speak to a, to, a, to, to a human being first, whoever they are, God will say, okay, you put someone in front of me, you put someone ahead of me, and then there's a problem. Because that someone, whoever they are, could distract you from hearing the voice of God. So the first voice that you must hear daily is the voice of God. That's why the Lord Jesus would wake up early in the morning and go to a mountain before anyone was awake so he can hear the voice of his Father. So number one, distractions have got to be out of the way. Now, once you're with God and once you're alone and once you hear his voice, then go and do the things you need to do in life. With your job, with your family. So I would advise every one of you to get up when everyone else is sleeping and be alone with the Lord so he can talk to you. Very key, I just gave you something really important. That's why the Lord Jesus said, shut the door. Enter into your closet and shut the door. 
Let nothing distract you. Shut the phone. Put your phones, your cell phones on. Or just shut them all together. Make sure everything is shut. That no way the enemy can come right through. Don't, don't leave a door open. I mean a spiritual door open. Don't leave a crack anywhere. Number two. In Luke chapter 3, I give you praise, Lord. In Luke, in Luke chapter 3, there's something so powerful. And I'm going to read verse 21. Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying... The heaven was open. And then if you look at verse 22, and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I'm well pleased. So, when God hears your voice, you will hear his voice. So the second key is quite simple. Let him hear your voice, then you'll hear his voice. Because in verse 21, the Lord Jesus prayed. In verse 22, God spoke to him. It says, and Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven opened, and the Holy Spirit descended in a bodily shape like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, which said, you're my beloved son. So you cannot hear the voice of God if, he, if, if he's not hearing yours. So number one, these are simple keys. Number one, withdraw from distractions. Number two, let God hear your voice. And you'll hear his. And number three, so powerful. In John, the Gospel of John, chapter 5 and verse 30, Oh, there's so much in the Word of God. I love it. Jesus said, I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. And then if you look at verse 37, he says this to the Pharisees. And the Father himself which hath sent me hath borne witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. So in these two amazing verses, verse 37, if you put it together, we, we have one clear answer. God speaks to those who seek his will, not their own will. He speaks to those who seek his will. So how do I hear God's voice? Number one, withdraw from distractions. Number two, let him hear my voice. Number three, seek his will only. And I will hear his voice. It's that simple. And I love what Isaiah 66 says as I'm done today. 
Isaiah chapter 66, and then I'm going to pray with you. And I'm going to read verse 1. Listen to this. Oh, this is fabulous. Thus says the Lord, the heaven is my throne, the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you have built me? What is the place of my rest for all those things my hand have made and all those things have been, says the Lord. And to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembles at my word. And then you look, you look at this amazing verse. Wow. Verse 5. Hear the word of the Lord, ye that tremble at his word. So whom does God speak to? Those who tremble at his word. Those that have a broken heart. God will not speak to people who are proud and arrogant. He just won't. They will never hear his voice. Because it says in verse 2 of Isaiah 66, But to this man will I look, my eyes will be on this man, even who has a poor and contrite spirit and trembles at my word. Verse 5, hear the word of the Lord, you that tremble at his word. So I just gave you some powerful keys here. Withdraw from distractions. Let God hear your voice. Then you'll hear his. Seek his will. And never lose a broken heart. Now let's pray. Hallelujah. I'm going to let you listen to something so beautiful from one of our crusades. You are my hiding place. And I want to pray with you. That God will bring you into a place where His voice will be so clear every day you live. That not one day will pass without you hearing the sweet voice of Jesus. Can we pray that? That'd be, that's the, the greatest thing I can pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray now, Lord, that that one who is listening, that you'll touch them, watching, that you'll minister to them, that your mighty presence would become so real in Jesus' name, that they will hear your voice daily. They will hear your sweet voice, wonderful Jesus, continually. Touch each one of them. Minister your presence to each one of them. In Jesus' name. Now lift your hands and ask God, just say, Lord, I want to hear your voice. I want to know your voice daily. Wonderful Jesus. 
wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Savior. I want to hear your voice daily. For your glorious name's sake. Hear the prayer of your people now, Lord, who are calling upon your holy sweet name, Jesus. For your name's sake. Manu, manu, canta l'alfa. canti mente lume. Why don't you pray in the Holy Ghost for a second right now? Come on. God's presence is so rich right now. Mente, mente, kinti le mo. Piolbo, piolbo, kuntu ramale. Pelbe, pelbe, kinti manolo. Palba, palba, kanti mente lini. Pielbe, pielbe, kinti ramolo. Touch your people, Lord. Minister your blessed presence. In Jesus' name. And heal those who are in need of healing, Lord. I rebuke sickness. I rebuke disease and infirmity. In Jesus' name. Right now. Some of, some of you are, are feeling God's power. Receive your healing. In Jesus' name, right now. Receive that anointing. In the name of Jesus right now. Amen. And don't forget, this is the time to give to the Lord's work. So God can bless your finances today and tomorrow. That your future will be secure. Let me pray with you for this. Father, bless everyone's finances at this time. Minister, Lord, your, your people are in need of financial breakthroughs and miracles. Bless them financially as you blessed Isaac in times of famine. As you blessed Jacob when he went to work for Laban. As Laban deceived him ten times and changed his wages ten times. It didn't change your blessings on Jacob's life. Prosper them, Lord, as you prospered even Egypt. In your holy name, Lord, I pray. For your word declares if we sow, we will reap. If we plant seed, we'll receive a harvest. In due time, we will reap. Minister, Lord, your blessings financially. In Jesus' mighty name, we give you the praise. Continue to give. Because as you give, he gives. As you sow, the Lord gives us the harvest. He gives seed to the sower, remember that. And he multiplies the seed we sow. And he blesses us with bountiful blessings. So do it today. You can give to Benihin Ministries online or on the social media platform you're watching me on now. If you can't do it on the social media platform, just go to our website, benihin.org. Whatever the amount, God will bless you. Do it today. Much love to all of you. Look for me tomorrow. I'm going to have a 
different world and a blessing tomorrow again. Shalom.